Welcome to the Close Friends No Filter Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Anu. And I'm Laura. And in our experience, nothing spreads faster on social media than rumors about what does and doesn't work on social media. Social media changes fast, and there's no shortage of bad advice, outdated tips and tricks, baseless urban legends, and myths begging to be busted. And that's where we come in. With a combined 25 years in the industry, we're here to help you sift through 10,000 pounds of regurgitated social media BS and get to the truth so you can stop stressing over gossip and start focusing on growing your business. All right, today we're going to talk about this really, really hot topic, you guys, that you know it is. It's engagement because, I mean, no matter what you do on Instagram, you know, how much time you spend engaging with other accounts or whatever you do, if you just get a bunch of followers, if you don't have engagement, nothing else happens, right? Then it's just time gone to waste. So we're very excited to talk about this today. I think that's a conversation that maybe we'll do every now and then because it's such an important topic. Laura, Steph, how are you guys feeling about engagement right now? I feel like all I ever see when engagement is down is like your post menu that's like, it's okay. It's like a plane flying by or something. And it's like reminding people to stop freaking out about it, right? Like it's a holiday or like people are on vacation right now. So I know that engagement is like one of those things, sort of like hashtags where it's like, I just sometimes go, look, we got to talk about this again. But it is a thing that's always sort of a topic because you're right, without engagement, like that's the whole point, right? Like social media is supposed to be social and we're creating content, hoping that people will engage with it in some way, take an action. It should be like the leading part of like any strategy when you're like creating content or showing up on a live. So while it isn't necessarily like the most exciting topic to talk about, I think it's one of the most important ones for sure. How about you, Laura? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I took a bit of a break over the holidays. I took like 10 days off. So I wasn't posting or if I was posting, I was just posting salesy stuff. And I have noticed my engagement was, you know, down for that. It's kind of down right now too. I have a couple of reels that are still doing good, but for like the most part, I would say engagement is really low right now. But I also think I like was expecting that. So it doesn't bother me if that makes sense. Like I know it's down, but I don't really care. So yeah. Yeah. I think because we know all the variables, right? I think there's a couple of things we should think about with engagement. First is that engagement goes up and down depending on the time. A lot of times in holidays, that's why Stephanie is saying like, she always sees my post. I know every time I know I see engagement go down and this is like two weeks before, you know, whatever, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, New Year's, whatever. Sometimes Memorial Day doesn't need to be like a major 10 day holiday or whatever. Summer, you know, and I, I know people are freaking out about this. So I always do that post and I'm like, engagement is low because it's the holiday. Like, and, and people think maybe, okay, on the Christmas day engagement is low. No, it's like a week before, a week after, maybe two weeks before, two weeks after. Not to say you shouldn't do anything, but you have to understand that, not freak out about it. And also if you're selling something, you need to post more to reach the same amount of people, you know? And people do the, the opposite. They post one thing, they're like, oh, no engagement, no one likes me. I'm not going to post about this again, you know? So I think that's one thing to remember, that engagement is always going to go up and down, depending on the time of the year, what's happening, politics, weather, infectious diseases. Yeah, when your engagement is down, that should be the first question you ask, right? Isn't like, do I just suck? Yeah, my content must be the worst. I mean, I think there is something to be said about your content might be the worst. And so like, that's another conversation. But the first thing can just be like, what's currently going on in the world, which there's always something, right? And also like time of day, like you said, time of year, like seasonal, that kind of thing. And thinking about like your own user behavior, like have I been engaging that much on social media lately? And what could have been pulling me 
away from it, that might be true for a lot of my community and like target audience as well. Yeah, I like to think like, is this happening just for me or is this for everyone? And that can kind of help put things in perspective because it's very easy to think like, I suck. No one likes my content. I'm never posting again. But then it's like, wait, everyone is feeling the same way. And that can kind of help to put things in perspective. And I think a lot of times too, we have to stop saying like, Stefan, is your engagement down right now? It's okay if you ask, but I think sometimes it may be that I'm, I have a different audience than Stephanie. I'm in a different place. Like I'm posting about different things. So I think also just understand that it's normal. You're never going to see engagement always the same ever. And then the other thing that's a little harder truth your content might suck. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely that. There's definitely that. But I was going to say our content has to be better and better each time. Yeah. For engagement to be the same even because what uh, the harder truth that I want to talk about is that engagement will always trend down. Always trend down. People call it the algorithm and I think people are so blinded by the algorithm. But fact is that, you know, Instagram is growing so rapidly. So not just the amount of accounts on Instagram, but the amount of content each account pumps on Instagram. Because three years ago, a couple of people only were doing stories. And, you know, a year ago, just a few people are doing reels. Not everybody is. So there's so much more content that's crowding the scroll. And on the other hand, it's just say, well, but the scroll is just who people follow. It's not everybody who's on Instagram. Absolutely. But how many people did you follow four years ago? How many people do you follow today? Very few people are still following 200 accounts today that they did years ago. Most people that follow you are following thousands of accounts. And that's why they don't see your content. It's not the algorithm. The algorithm will show them your content if they engage with it all the time. They don't see it because they're following too many people. You can't control how much time people that follow you spends on Instagram and how much followers they have. So I think understanding that the trend is always to go down. So we shouldn't be surprised if engagement is down. I think that's something to, to work on. And again, I'm going to finish my TED talk in a minute here. But one thing that I want to think, because these like people might be hearing me and be like, okay, this is doomed, right? We're doomed. What are you even here doing here? Like we're going to go to... What was that silly social media platform that showed up like a year ago and people are like, I'm going there. Clubhouse. No, it was before Clubhouse. It's like a silly, a silly one that people are like, I'm out of here. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Everybody signed yeah. up for it because they promised no. And then it like disappeared. Yeah, well, the, like the, the guys were really shady too. Like some, I don't know where they were from. But it was such a weak fad. People are like, I'm done with Instagram because the algorithm or whatever. I'm like, okay, good luck on a party of one over there. But, <laughs> but to say it's not doomsday. And you know why not? Because even though it's overwhelmingly more competitive today than it was there. And less people are seeing your, your posts, unless you're growing, than they were back then. What is happening is that back then, no one was shopping through Instagram. No one was looking at Instagram to hire their service providers. So even though we get less seen here, maybe we get less likes, that doesn't matter. We still have a much bigger chance to grow our businesses, grow revenue using Instagram than you did four years ago. So I think that's like the silver lining and, and it's okay. And I think let's stop being super surprised that engagement is down at any point in time, right? I love your pizza analogy, Manu, that um, you didn't bring it up today. I'm surprised. But basically, Manu has this analogy that she always uses when she speaks about engagement, which I love. And it's the engagement on Instagram is like a pizza. And if there's 30 people that come to the pizza party, you each get a tiny little sliver of pizza. If there's two people, you each get half a pizza. So the idea is that there's more people to share the engagement with, which is not a good thing. But I mean, you can't do anything about it. We can't like gatekeep Instagram, but like it's something you have to be aware of. 
You eat less, but it's a more fun pizza party with more people. That's a good point. I like that. It's so true. Yeah, and we just need to ask our friends to bring more pizza next time or something. I don't know. I don't know how that analogy <laughs> yes. relates to actual yeah. shoots. Yeah. Our friends are like, I cannot bring more pizza because yeah. of the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> that is all the pizza I have. I mean, I guess people could bring like sodas and like yes. other things. And in that regard, it's more about them coming to, and, and it's sort of like the other side of engagement, right? Because I think engagement is something we request passively by posting content and then like hoping through our call to action, like, you know, you auto publish it or you manually publish it, but you hope that your content is going to speak to your audience and get them to take some sort of action. And I think even when I, I always reflect before I start thinking, about how other people are behaving and reflect on my own behavior as a user of a platform and look at the evolution of that and how it's changed. And I think I don't double tap a lot of people's content anymore, even people that I love and like love their content. I just scroll and look and I'm like, oh, cool. But I forget to even take an action on it. I might read and read the caption. It was like, I have to really intentionally go, this is a friend I want to support. I need to like, like this post or like leave a thoughtful comment. Um, because a lot of the times I'm just taking it in and strolling and like, you know, something has to really move me in some way for me to like, actually, and I think that that's true in the case for a lot of people, but there are things when it comes to shopping or signing up for somebody's content or reading a blog post, I'm doing that, you know, kind of behind the scenes. They don't even really know it. They can see it in their insights, but like, they don't know who it is that's doing it. Um, I'm reading a post or I'm swiping up on a story or I'm tapping a link or something. And I think that that is also something to to think about. So like, what do you actually want? What kind of engagement are you looking for from each piece of content? And are you creating it strategically to incite that sort of action from your people? And if it isn't happening over a long period of time, not just during a seasonal period of time, kind of a, going back and assessing, like, could there be some updates and tweaks that I need to make to this? Because passively, it's not working. And then on the flip side of that, how to create engagement, build community, like through actually not the 30 minutes before you post, like going in and like spamming people or liking three pictures and like leaving a comment and like none of that silliness. But I think thinking about social media back in those days when it was like, I'm using this to create community and to be social. And so like, if I want to build a network, if I want to build relationships with people to collaborate with, or if I want to like connect with my buyers, then I should take some time to actively engage myself from my account in whatever way that looks like. I think it's different for people than it is for brands. I know when we managed brands, it was like, our outreach engagement was like when user-generated content would come through. We weren't just like a, an Instagram story. We would go in and like really engage with them inside of their Instagram stories. Or we would go in and like leave thoughtful comments on the post like from the brand. And I think that there's something to be said about strategically trying to create comments and post story replies that could be pinned from a brand account or from your personal account. Like something that's so great that like it's going to get noticed by the person who posted it. And also if you build that customer affinity and loyalty when you go out of your way, even if they're like, it's the social media manager doing this, yeah. or it's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for, from a brand perspective, you know, it's not like the owner of this company is not like it, you know, but it represents the brand. And I think that sticks with people because I know brands that have done that to me in the past, I can still remember because it happens so little, but I think it goes back to a previous conversation we were talking about with TikTok and how it happened so well. And now brands are getting in on it. Oh, and on Twitter, that happens beautifully yeah, and on too. Twitter, it's like Wendy's Twitter account. Now it's Duolingo on TikTok, right? They're in everybody's, they're on like everybody on my For You page. It doesn't matter what the content is. Duolingo <laughs> the owl is like commenting on it. Duolingo is killing me. And even like, you know, when Instagram is down and then Twitter will be like, right. hey, everybody, literally yeah. everybody. Yeah. And <laughs> Instagram is going to comment, you know, they comment too. And that's really, really fun to watch. It goes back to like not taking yourself so seriously and being a person, even if you're a brand, like being, 
being human, right? Humanizing that brand and having conversations and like making people smile and laugh. And that sticks with us because we're talking about it right now because it's something from like a large brand that we're like remembering. And it feels like, I hate to say authentic, some of that word is so overused, but it really does feel like it's the right time. Like it hits at the right time. And I think that that's something that a lot of business owners overlook on a platform like Instagram is that like, they're looking at all those hacks of like, let me get in there and like really make sure that I'm doing it's like they're they're looking for the secret instead of just going the secret is to talk to people and like really talk to them and take it and like make it a priority to talk to your customers or to the people that you want to build relationships with and maybe set aside some time to do that when you can or have somebody do it on your behalf but like make it real it doesn't have to be a ton it doesn't have to be like you know five counts per day or whatever like it can just be very natural and authentic but I do think that if we want to, it's like that. If you want to be interesting, be interested. It's like, if you want engagement, be engaging and engage. <laughs> when I talk about engagement, I always think about people engaging with my content. And I'll tell you why I think of this. I think, I mean, that's where sales are. You know, obviously, I think that's my passion is to help people be more salesy on Instagram and get more sales out of Instagram. Because why else are we putting all this time there? But besides that, it's because the other what people call outbound engagement. That to me is a natural thing. It's not something I put a strategy behind. It's not something I put thought behind. The only way I do it, I don't go engage with hashtags. The only way I do it is I curate who I follow and I engage with what I see on my scroll. And if there's any type of discovery, if I'm watching the Reels tab or someone shares a content from another account that I never met. If that gets my attention, I'll engage with it and it's natural. I'm not going to do it because, oh, maybe my audience will see that. That does not even cross my mind. Like engagement for me, outbound engagement for me on Instagram is just supernatural. It's, it's a very, not a, not supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> a supernatural thing. <laughs> Two words. Ooh, yeah, supernatural. But yeah, so I don't even think about that. I always think about, you know, the engagement that you're going to generate by giving content that people want to talk to you about. This episode is brought to you by Your Social Team Template Shop. Is Instagram engagement bringing you down? Let me guess, you're blaming it on the algorithm, aren't you? But I'll tell you a secret. The reason why your posts are flopping could very well be the design of your content. That's right. Designing for Instagram is not just making things pretty. It takes a lot of strategy to optimize your content for a phone screen, make it original enough to stop the scroll, and intriguing enough to take people straight to your call to action. And all that can be hard to DIY. That's why people are obsessed with our Canva templates for Instagram. Our templates will help you grow engagement with creative and original designs, keep up with the latest trends, always have ideas of what to post with our text prompts, implement new features with ease, and save a ton of time. You will never want to create content from scratch again. Our templates are customizable for any niche and come with demo videos to help you make them unique for your brand. Use the code NOFILTER to get 10% off anything in the template shop at your social.team. I think it's interesting because when I first started, I had an outbound engagement strategy 
And I know people don't want to hear this, but it really worked for me. But I think it's because like the people I was like trying to do out to found engagement with, or I was trying to engage with, I was very strategic with it. Like I was like, okay, it was hashtag Vancouver business owners, or there's like a group in Vancouver called the Van City Business Babes. So I was engaging with their content and connecting with other female business owners. And like one of them I've become good friends with, she sent me like all of my clients or not all, but like a lot of my clients made really great connections, really great referrals through them. And I think like if I hadn't done that outbound engagement, I had made those local connections, like I wouldn't be where I am today. So I think, you know, I wasn't doing it to like boost the algorithm or like hack the cheat codes or whatever. It was like, who is also a business owner in Vancouver that I can connect with and like have a friendship with? But I think that's the same thing, right? Sorry to, if I interrupt, but I no, think it's ahead. the same thing. You're like thinking of someone that is relevant to your business and is interested in following, you follow them and you engage with them and you create a relationship with them. That's the strategy. I mean, yeah, inbound is passively creating great content for the people and outbound should be connect with people and engage with people who would actually network with you or yeah, follow them and engage for real. Yeah, totally. I love that. I do think that I'm sure you guys have seen that too, not just me. There's this whole little wave of marketing bros who come and add one little value to your content. Some Most of the time they're wrong or just didn't even understand what you wrote because they probably didn't even read it correctly. And they're like, yes, you know, it's very important to do this and that to keep your audience, blah, blah, blah. And they put that comment in and they never even like followed you or anything like that. You can see those type of people a mile away. So I think if that's any if anywhere close to your outbound strategy, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Sorry to say it so blandly, but I think just create relationships. That's why the three of us are here together today, you know? Yeah, I think people do want that secret sauce. They want it to happen quickly. And they think you don't think about that Instagram and all social media is a microcosm of like the real world, essentially, which sometimes is scary. But the idea of like real relationships, when you think about like, you know, if you were to walk in a physical store, you know, I have a background in retail. And so you think about like building up, you don't want somebody like a kiosk in the mall who's like, hey, do you want to buy this? Like, let me curl your hair or whatever. Yeah. And oh, you're like, my God, too much. It's like, yeah, like immediately ramming their tongue down your throat when you really just want to like hold hands, right? Like we need to like get to know each other. And I think we want to rush it so much. And like people want to, you know, create a system and like a structure and something that's easily repeatable when it comes to relationship building and being social, like that's the part that needs to feel like you were saying the new natural or like Laura, like you went out and like tried to build actual relationships and it is a longer process, but it's going to create more meaningful connections. It's going to be stickier to people when it comes to your brand, things they'll remember and talk about with their friends. And that is just a, you know, avalanche of other things that are going to come from that. So I think you think about relationship building and like friendships and it doesn't just happen from like being like, Hey girl, do you want to, you know, like immediately with a sales pitch, like I think that there's some trust factors being built through the passive content or like the actual conversations that you're going out and cold, like commenting on somebody or sliding into their DMs. Like it isn't immediately that like weird bro marketing like strategy for sure. Yeah. Let's just talk about how you shouldn't slide into someone's DMs with an offer unless they ask for more information right. about it. Yeah. You know, you can offer to give more information to a poll or something and then it's okay to slide into their DMs, but just don't go and be like, Hey, thanks for the follow. Do you want to buy this? I'm like, <laughs> I love the ones that are like, Hey, it looks like you could use more engagement and followers. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Those okay, are the best. Thanks. I'm like, what do we all, honey? Or the ones that are like, Oh, I saw you're interested in making money. You should follow Bob. And it's like, <laughs> 
no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm good. You're like, I hate making money. I what hate money. Like, about? that's stupid. Who, who likes that? Someone keeps sliding into my my DMs calling me Bert, and I can't figure out where they oh, got that gosh. name from. Like, that's it's like happened two or three times, and I'm like, who's Bert and why? Gilbert? Maybe they're seeing like Steph Gilbert, and their bot only picks up yeah. like a piece of it. Maybe I don't know. Bert. Yeah. They do names like people do social you security right. numbers. That only the sense. four. That's the only yeah. last <laughs> digits. The last or maybe four. they think it's like a nickname. People will DM be like hey Lori I'm like that's not me, that's, not me. <laughs> that's that's not my bio like where did you get this name from uh, uh, but Laura yeah. I was gonna say to one one other side of engagement we didn't talk about and I think very important obviously customer service but also just um and yeah, you were very good at this I think we're all good at this it's just getting back to the people engaging with you so yeah it's always a priority yeah, yeah. reels are hard for me because sometimes they get more steam later and you forget to check yes back. But um, tell us how you do that. Like, do you do a certain part of the day or whatever? Yeah. So as soon as I post a reel, I like to make sure I'm going to be around for a few minutes. There's nothing wrong with posting and ghosting if you're busy. But like for me, I like to do my engagement when I'm going to be on the platform anyway. So I'll post and I will wait to see the comments that come in or I'll go back to a previous reel. I always sort by newest comments and then I start from the bottom and work my way up so that I know that the last comment I'm responding to is the newest one. Um, so I always like to do that. And then depending on what the call to action is in the reel, I might go back to that. So if someone says, like, I did a, a reel for a wait list that I have for a course that's opening next year. And people are like, oh, this sounds amazing. So I was like, thank you so much. Like if you wanna learn more, the wait list link is in the bio. Like that's so simple. And it's like, just remind them again yeah. what that call to action is. And then yeah. today I did a reel that was taught, it was like a fun reels, uh, like a holiday trend. And people were like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And I responded to so many people being like, you should do this for like, please tell Santa to stop asking for like a financial uh, wizard who helps women with their accounting. Like I know most people that follow me or I know some of them and I was able to make those connections. So yeah. I think like even that same people like, oh, you should do this trend or I would love to see your take on this. Like comments like that. And that's a really great way to build your community. And I think for me, because I had like, I worked in a restaurant for so long, I worked in retail before that, that comes really naturally. It's so natural to me. I don't even think about that. Like I'm, I'm always going to have that server mentality. Like I always am like furthering that conversation, but I think like social media is an extension of real life. And like you said, Steph, like if someone comes up to you and is like, Oh my God, I love, like, that's hilarious. You wouldn't be like, I know you'd be like, <laughs> thank you. Like you should do it too. Like I had so much fun making this. Like you yeah. want to like react yeah. like a like a human. So I think that's yeah. really important. And I think a, a lot of people, and I see this sometimes in like big Instagram experts, uh, they're not going to name obviously, but they're, they're like, they have this massive account and someone is like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing tip. And it's like, I can't wait to see you do it or to use it. I'm like, yeah. she's never going to see them yeah. do it. Yeah. Doesn't follow them, doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah. Never going to see it. So I try to be very intentional. Like at your template club, I actually follow a lot of people that are members and are getting the templates because I want to see them using it. So if they post on a post and say like, oh my gosh, can't wait to get these templates or something. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how you're going to use it. I mean yeah. it. I'm going to see it. Yeah. If I didn't follow them yet, right. I'll start like, following them. Yeah. yeah. Tag me. That's yeah. what I say. Like tag me. But not just like, yeah. you know, so I try to, I mean, I don't try like that. Hopefully that comes naturally, but I think just let's be mindful because I know some people, those things don't come as naturally. And be mindful of the canned comments because sometimes those don't do anything. They can seem really like forced. Absolutely. I think canned mm -hmm. comments are a great starter, but should never be sent as is. Especially, you know, like they work really well for teams because they all yeah. need to kind of stay on brand. But like it yeah. needs to be edited based on what that incoming message was or based on what the content you're Absolutely. responding to is. It's yeah. like that's the template that you have to change based on the actual circumstance that you're responding to. 
Yeah. Also, though, we, we talked about Reels in the previous episode, and now that's rolled out is Reels responses, which is very similar to the TikTok yeah. responding to comments, right? And so I think that's going to be great for both engagement driving and creating the kind of content that should create more engagement because they're actually Absolutely. asking you for what they for want, that topic. right? Like, so you're, yeah. you're, you're able to answer everyone from like one person's like comment response to like reels. So another reason to get into reels and like at least experiment with it, because that's going to sort of snowball from what it is that you're sharing in the beginning, whatever questions come up, will give you all kinds of new content ideas and the way that you can respond to them. I think that's going to be really fun to kind of experiment with and see how people respond to that, respond to your response. <laughs> Steph, I want to go back to your point about um, user behavior and like how you use the app, how that changed. I was just thinking about that as you were saying that I just bought a course from someone it was $2,000. I don't even follow her on Instagram. But like, I was like, I want to buy this course. So you know, I've seen some of her content. I, did, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know why I didn't follow her. I haven't thought about it. But I wanted to buy the course. So I bought the course. So I think like, it's interesting that, you know, some engagement can't be measured. And I have a client who's a plastic surgeon. And we just had this conversation last week. It's like, the people that come into his office, they like, they sometimes they don't even follow him and they don't want to like, like photos of rhinoplasties. Like they don't want their friends to see that they're considering getting a rhinoplasty. So I think there are a lot of people who maybe intentionally or unintentionally, like you said, Steph, like you're unintentionally, you're not double tapping or you're not engaging, but like, you're still taking it in. You're still absorbing that message. Maybe you're saving it. Maybe you're going straight to the website. In my client's case, people are going straight to book a phone call or straight to book a consult. And those are things that like, when you look at your insights on Instagram, that's not measured. Instagram isn't measuring how people went over to your website and actually booked a consult and then converted, right? Well, so sort I of, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can track website they, clicks. People, like, people start going to your profile, right? So that's a yeah. good way to see it. Maybe they yeah. didn't like or engage or did anything. But if you have a lot of visits to your profile, because you know now, it's working, yeah. Yeah, now it gets just so many clicks. I mean, not all the clicks are computed now because exactly. of privacy laws or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but at least you can see if a lot of people went to your profile, profile, that's in the right order. So I think there are ways to see it. I think, yeah. I think one thing is to think about, it's so important. And that's, I spend a lot of time thinking about how people engage with the app in the different parts of the app and how your content shows in the different parts of the app. And I think one thing is true sales content, people are not going to be like, oh, I really need to comment on this unless they have a question or I really need to like this. They don't need to like it, but you're going to get that right person that is the right person for that because they know that's available to them. And they wouldn't know otherwise if it's a picture of you at the beach talking about how you grew up in Brazil with no shoes on or the beach all the time. I didn't, by the way. And then, you know, in the fourth paragraph, I'm like, by the way, I have this course for you. Like, <laughs> that's not going to do it, you know? So I think... um thinking about, you know, how people use the app, like Reels, for example, when, when people see a photo, they see a photo and seeing a photo very quickly, like, you know, I think video people give it three seconds, like a photo people give a split second, then they like the photo and they move on to maybe engage more or just scroll away, right? When people see a video, they see that video and then within one second, they are not tapping or, or liking it. They're continue to watch it if they're interested. So I think people just need to understand that like likes doesn't mean engagement. I think likes is still a good indicator of how your visual performed, but I don't think it, it's not, by far not the most important indicator for its success. And we're going to talk about like vanity metrics versus actual KPIs and things to track in the next episode. So I think that's like a great segue too, because I think when we think about engagement, yeah, it's still so 2016 and it's like likes and comments, right? Or followers. And you're looking at an engagement rate. You pull up an engagement rate, it's a calculation and you think, 
oh, my engagement rate's low. Like I suck, but it's like, actually I made $10,000 like from that poster, from whatever, right? You know why I couldn't care less about engagement rates. Every time people talk to me about engagement rates, that's how I feel. It might be an unpopular opinion. That's a completely meaningless number percentage because unless you're just comparing with yourself and you never change the order of posts because I can double my engagement rates today if I go from posting more than once a day, which is what I do, not every day, but I post more than seven times a week, to posting once a week, I'll quadruple my engagement rate. Am I getting more people to see my content? Absolutely not. So why does that number matter? Like that number to me is, I know that that's, especially for your audience, Steph. Right. So when we're talking about the new rules for engagement, it's like what we're meaning is what, what we want you to focus on is meaningful engagement and understanding intention behind content and what you want people to do and how that counts as engagement and what the engagement should reflect in your business in the form of sales or new leads or contacts or people attending your event or putting your their feet in your, you know, shop or business, right? Like I think yeah, yeah what engagement means is not just engagement for engagement's sake. And I think the first thing you have to do is understanding who your audience is. They, you have to understand them better than they understand themselves. You have to keep track of the words they use, like how they ask you things, what's their main concern, what's their source of happiness. Like you have to understand that audience, and that's the only way you can create their social security number. Where what's all, their all address? Of this. Like o- only the, the four address? digits, though. The last four. <laughs> um, but I think uh, yeah, if I if I may that. finish with one yeah. big food for thought, and we're talking about Please. inbound engagement, as in people engaging with the content you put out there, which is the only way that makes them see it, you know, read it, comment, care, buy, whatever that is, sign up. Nothing will happen if your visual does not stop the scroll. That's why we talk about video, short form video in the last episode. So if anyone missed it, go there and watch it. Nothing is going to happen if it's that beautiful photo of you at the beach that might be stunning, but people have seen that photo many times and they have no idea what you're talking about in your captions. Very, very hard to make that happen. So I think just thinking, is this visual stop the scroll? Is this visual dynamic enough to compete with reels? Is the message clear enough that people get the value right away? Like all these thoughts, I think they're very important reflections to have about your content and why your engagement is down. Your content can't suck. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends. And make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can learn more about each of us, submit your questions or new episode ideas, or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at closefriendsnofilter.com.